that's what we're trying to do with the Lane Rovers Leadership Program is just help them to keep in the sport in whatever way it be, whether it be com- keeping in as a competitor or maybe going in the route of technical official. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Swim.Rocks podcast, the show that shares ideas, information and inf- inspiration to swimming people who stay dry. Now you've probably noticed that I'm not Lockie, the usual host of this podcast, and you'd be absolutely correct. That's because on today's episode, the Youth Advisory Panel is going to be taking over and giving you guys an insight into what we're all about, as well as the programs and events we're currently running. My name is Kayla, and today I'll be hosting part one of the takeover. On the line, we also have Janice, Bianca, and Jaden. How are we today, guys? We're good. Good. Great. So we have a big program for today's podcast. Starting off, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about the Youth Advisory Panel and what it is all about. Next, we'll be hearing from Jaden Redfern and his experiences with getting involved in the Lane Ropes to Leadership Program. And following from there, Janice and Bianca will share their stories and experiences of why they joined the Youth Advisory Panel. And that will finish off part one of our Swim.Rocks podcast, Youth Advisory Panel Takeover. The Youth Advisory Panel is essentially a group of young swimmers aged 13 to 20 who are currently involved in swimming in some way, whether it be as a competitor, a sibling of a competitor, a technical official, or just swimming for fun and for fitness. The swimmers come from various regions in New South Wales, such as Sydney Metro, Coast and Valley, ACT and South Coast, but we're aiming to have members in all areas of the state to represent the different areas. The panel is essentially in place to research why so many kids drop out of the sport of swimming, particularly around the 14 to 17 year age group, and essentially try to come up with solutions so we can keep them interested in the sport in some way, shape or form. When you look at sports like netball, soccer, cricket and many more, there's not just kids competing. You can see teams where there's adults, people up to their 40s, 50s and 60s, but that's just not happening in swimming. So we want to find out why that is and let people know that they can still compete at that age. So without further ado, I'm going to head straight over to Jaden and he is going to essentially tell us about the Lane Ropes to Leadership Program and how he became involved. So starting off with you, Jaden, what is the event essentially? So the Lane Ropes to Leadership Camp uh, was started back in 2017 and it's a program we run to try and keep swimming fun and engaging for youth and, you know, teach them new skills. Uh, We do technical official workshops, things like that. And it's all about exploring a different side of swimming and trying to keep more swimmers in the sport. Uh, It can be hard for a lot of swimmers, you know, to keep up with training schedules and everything. So that's what we're trying to do with the Lane Ropes Leadership Program is just help them to keep in the sport in whatever way it be, whether it be keeping in as a competitor or maybe going in the route of technical official. Um, We get some good activities going and we run them across a lot of different locations and it's a great way for swimmers to get involved. That does sound pretty good and essentially what the Youth Advisory Panel is all about. So for these camps that you mentioned, who is the actual target audience? Well, we mainly target youth, sort of anywhere from the age from 12 to 20 and they're from all different regions of clubs. Uh, It's great that we can see a really diverse view coming from people from the South Coast, North Coast, way out West, everywhere around New South Wales. Um, They then can represent their club, their area, 
say what they think they need, and they can then go back to their clubs and help run events that they will learn while they're at the camp. So it's a great way for them to, as the target, to help out as a young member at their club rather than all older people on the board like it used to be. Okay. So before you actually joined the youth advisory panel, which camps did you attend? Did you attend more than one and whereabouts were they? Uh, So I attended the 2017 camp, which was in Vision Valley. And then after that, I applied to be on the youth advisory panel. And the next year, during 2018, I was one of the leaders at the camps where I went to Coffs Harbour and helped run it and organise it. Wow, that is pretty cool. So you mentioned that you helped run it. So how is the camp actually run? Well, we run the camp when, so we organise a location. Um, You know, we've had two at Vision Valley now in 2017 and 2019. And then in 2018, we actually had four different camps. So we had one, I think, in Tamworth, uh, Wagga Wagga, Coffs Harbour. I'm not sure of the fourth one, but I went to the Coffs Harbour camp, as I said. And, you know, we... Uh, swimmers apply to come to the camps they then come and then as the leaders we organize different activities you know the different workshops um, for them to do it's a great experience and everyone I know who's attended it has had a really great time well that is pretty cool so why do you think it's so important that we run these camps particularly with the ones we did in different areas um, rather than just in the Sydney metro area well, I think it's a great way for swimmers to, you know, meet other swimmers and who are from different clubs and everything. You know, swimming runs much different everywhere you go. It doesn't matter whether you're on the south coast, coast and valley region, Sydney, north coast. It's all different. So it's great to see how everyone does it differently and learn from the different people. Um, it was really good to see that we had the different camps in different areas because that meant we could get more regional people attending. So, you know, having four different camps in all four different areas was really helpful and it gave us a much larger attendance than we've had in the previous year. So how many people approximately were at each of these camps in the four different locations? Um, I believe it was around 30 at each camp. It may have been a few more, but Uh, That was good. We had a really nice even distribution. I think that everyone got a really great time out of each area and it was the biggest camp we've had that year in 2018. Wow, that is pretty good. So what would you say the positive effects of these camps have had not only on um, the swimmers in their swimming world, but maybe outside of their swimming world as well in different aspects of their life? Yeah, well, I think it gives a lot of experience in, you know, events, workshops, everything like that. Even in swimming, when they can design an event like Australia Swims, where they then take that back to their club and they can help organise it. You know, that's something they can do out of the pool that's quite different. Personally, it was a prime factor in me getting selected on the Youth Advisory Council for the New South Wales Government. And... You know, without the Lane Road Leadership Program, I probably wouldn't have been selected for that. And it was a great bit of experience for me knowing how to go into consultations and everything like that. Uh, It also has helped me to be at, like, win awards and surf life saving and everything. It's a great thing to have on your, you know, resume. Just it, it looks really nice. And I think it's just great experience for anyone. And I think anyone will agree. So you did mention how you were on the Youth Advisory Council. I think that's pretty cool considering you're, what, 
13, 14, when you were actually on the council. So how did you yeah, actually... Yeah, I got selected when I was 13. Yeah, so how did you actually go about... Was it an application process that you went through or did you get chosen to be on it? So it was an application process at first. I believe there was around 1,500 different applicants and then they select about 150 people to attend New South Wales Parliament House on a day and come and do different consultations, um, present on different topics, everything like that. So I was selected to go and attend that. And then from there, they select 12 people, six boys and six girls, to join the panel for one year. And I was fortunate enough to be selected. And it was it was pretty unbelievable. Like, out of all those people, I was, you know, I was pretty impressed that I got selected. I didn't think I would get selected. But I think the YAP and the Lane Rope's leadership really helped me in that aspect. So when you were on the council, what kind of things did you actually do? With Was it with the government? Yeah, so uh, a lot of the time we reported uh, to different organisations trying to help them how to involve youth more in their uh, committees and everything like that. So uh, we went to the New South Wales Library and we advised them on what they could do to try and get more uh, children and young people attending. Um, also, you know, helping ACYP, the company that runs the Youth Advisory Council, to make theirs uh, more youth-friendly, uh, designing their websites, things like that. Um, we also reported on a few government policies that are going to involve youth, and that was a really great experience to be able to do that and, you know, have my voice heard and get some input into some decisions. Wow. That does sound really interesting. So lastly, what are your future goals for these Lane Ropes to Leadership events, not necessarily the camps, but just the events in general? I think just in the events, we want to get more people involved. Um, you know, expand the view of the youth advisory panel and help more people, whether it's at the camps, uh, night swimming events, anything, to just have a bit of fun with swimming, see a new aspect of it, and just, you know, go back to their clubs. We want to get as many clubs involved as possible. It's a great way to include youth and give them a voice no matter what it might be. So, yeah. Thank you, Jaden. I think that was really insightful, especially with the Youth Advisory Council and how you were able to get involved. And hopefully that inspires um, different people that are out there, particularly at such a young age, to do what you did. I think that was really impressive. So now we're Thanks. going to throw it over to Janice and Bianca. How are you guys today? Oh, I'm well. <laughs> so I believe we're going to be talking about the youth advisory panel and how you guys actually got involved with that today. So starting off with you first, Bianca, how did you actually find out about the Lane Ropes to Leadership programs and also the camps that Jaden spoke about? Well, it was at Shawcross State. We, my parents were actually talking about joining the youth advisory panel for a really long time. And I was like, yeah like not right now like I'm in year 10 you know school 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 but then my friend was actually going to the lane rate to leadership camp in Vision Valley in 2019 and she was like would you like to come with me and I was like you know what sure why not so that's how this whole journey started for me. Wow that's really interesting so what about you Janice how did you get involved? I found out about the camp through my club they did a post and they said like, if you guys want to go, we'll be willing to sponsor you. And I was also school captain at the time. So I thought, you know, like a leadership camp might be good to like further my leadership career, I guess. So I thought, you know, I'll just apply. And I applied and two of my other 
friends from my club went to the camp as well. So, yeah. So starting off with you again, Bianca, so what was the first camp that you actually attended? Have you been to more than one as um, not as a leader, but as a participant? Uh, I've only been to one. I was going to go again this year, but then um, Corona happened. So Sally couldn't get to go, but I went to the Vision Valley one. I think it was around October. I saw it in my Snapchat memories. So for our older listeners, Snapchat is just an app that younger people use to send photos to each other. And essentially, once you've sent a Snapchat, if you save it, it pop up in your memories one year later, almost like how you get the Facebook memories pop up after you've posted it a year. So yeah, I went to the Vision Valley one with my friend and it was really funny because like I only spent a quarter of the time with her because we did so many other activities that I wasn't in the same group as her. And even when we had like talks, I was sitting with other groups of people and getting to know them. And what about you, Janice? What was the first camp you attended? I also went to Vision Valley with Bianca. Um, that was the first camp that I'd even seen that we had Lane Rope Salish. It was the first one I'd ever heard of. So I went there, like I said, just to sort of uh, <laughs> further my leadership goals and stuff. And yeah, I just... I, I did have a friend in my room, but other than that, yeah, it was just meeting new people, same as Bianca. Wow. And I don't think we've mentioned, but Janice is actually from the ACT. So she did actually travel quite a way to actually attend that camp as well. So that's yeah. really good that we've been able to reach such a far reaching um, group of people, especially when we didn't have a regional camp in the ACT like we had the year before. So this question's just for you, Bianca. Um, Jaden kind of touched a little bit on it before. Um, so how was the camp run and how long did it go for? It went, uh, Janice can help me with this as well because like, I only remember a little bit. It went for a weekend and on the first day we did all these activities. Like we built a raft and we got some people to go on the raft and most of them sank. It wasn't, it was sad but it was funny to watch. And then... <laughs> The next, uh, the other activity I did, we like stacked crates on top of each other and we were attached on harnesses and then we got to climb the crates up. I forgot what it was called, but that was also really fun as well. At night, this is one of the like fond memories of the camp. Uh, we played like a 12 person Uno and we all had like three cards. And it was so funny because like I had like all like threes and I was going to win. I was like, I've got this. I'm going to win it. And then I think it was Henry who actually won it, like, even before it got to me. So that was pretty fun. And then the next day, uh, we had all these talks from, um, like, people talking about mental health. Uh, we did some, like, workshop stuff on how we can, like, gain leadership and how we can make stuff fun in swimming competitions. For example... I'm in the Northwest region and we were talking with the METSI region and we were talking about how we could make a swim league between our regions and how we could get more people to know each other outside of our regions. So yeah, and then it was time to go home. <laughs> well, that does sound like a pretty busy weekend. I'm sure you slept a lot when oh, you like got home. <laughs> like a baby. I bet. So this one's for you, Janice. Once you actually attended the camp, so you'd been on the camp for the weekend, how did you join the youth advisory panel and go through that process? So obviously I attended the camp and um, a couple months later, I received an email from Sarah 
inviting the attendants from the camp if they wanted to join the panel. And of course, I'm a bit of a leadership person. I love it. So I accepted straight away uh, just by emailing Sarah back and saying that I was excited to join the panel. And um, from there, she just sent me a Zoom link to our next meeting. And right after work, I just jumped onto the Zoom link and I was in the panel. Wow, that is pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. It all seemed to happen pretty quick for you as well, so that's good. So the biggest question I wanted to ask both of you, why did you join the Youth Advisory Panel? What was your reason behind it? Uh, definitely last year I was struggling with confidence and I just wanted to get back to being confident and being able to talk to people within my club again. So, yeah. And what about you, Janice? What was your reasoning behind joining Youth Advisory Panel, apart from enhancing your leadership skills that you've spoken about? Well, I already work with the young children at my um, both my Goulburn Club and my Canberra Club. So I really loved the volunteering and the politics of the club that went on behind the scenes. And I wanted to sort of like in, enhance that a bit and have more say and more sort of, I guess, like more to do with the club. So I thought if I joined the YAP, that would give me more sort of leverage and stuff with what I wanted to say to the club and be able to represent the youth a bit more. So once you actually joined the Youth Advisory Panel and you were able to get involved, what would you say has been the biggest positive effect you've seen so far since you were on the panel, um, especially in the swimming community? So the biggest positive effect you've seen? Uh, For me, I've seen more leadership within my region and implement with at my club we've started to implement more mental health skills and being more aware of it Uh, as well as uh, I've started implementing new ideas on how we can interconnect all our bronze kids and our gold kids and our gold kids and our silver kids for example um, it's mandatory to do club night every second week so we get to meet all the little kids who are starting racing and all the like older kids can start getting their state times and national times. And what about you, Janice? What would you say has been the biggest positive effect you've seen since you started the Youth Advisory Panel? I think the biggest positive for me was just meeting people with a similar mindset. So obviously I live I live in Goulburn, so it's quite a small town. There's not many people who are as involved in their community and as clubs or as interested in that as I am. So it's really good to have people with that same mindset. Also being able to enhance my communication, like being able to put my input and my ideas into a project such as the most recent one we've just done, Take Your Marks, and being able to have that idea turn into a real thing and, you know, be able to learn how the planning and the management of a like a plan can come to come to action as well as being probably the best thing for me I think yeah and again for you Janice so so far what have you actually learned throughout your time on the youth advisory panel again like communication and planning but also like being able to like get my ideas across clearly in a zoom meeting like where you can't you can't draw or anything I'm very visual so you can't draw pictures or anything you got to use your words and it's you know, it's helped my teamwork skills and I think all those things are really going to like be really good on my resume and be able to help me in a career and stuff. So I think just like the YAP panel has just been really quite beneficial for me. 
I mean, you could always try some charades over the, the Zoom, <laughs> get all the hand actions going if you really wanted to. You know, to movie. <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right. So the last question I've got for you guys today, what are your future goals for this event? So what would you actually like to see happen with the youth advisory panel in the future? Maybe not necessarily in the next year, but in five or even 10 years time. Uh, honestly, like Jaden said, get people more involved. Like whether you're a national swimmer or you're just in fitness club, anyone could join. And this would be a really good idea because we would have more people that can say their ideas and say how we can make swimming better and more entertaining during competitions and just for fun. Yeah, I agree with Bianca. I think making swimming more accessible to people who don't want to be 100% competitive and just want to be able to have fun, like being able to go to a meet, like when you go to swim league, being able to go to a meet and just have a good time and just race for the points for your team rather than racing for a time or racing to get into a meet. I think being able to encourage youth to, you know, have more fun with their swimming is definitely like a major goal of mine. And would you also say that getting the parents a bit more involved or doing something more fun for the parents as well? Because at the end of the day, they have to a lot of the time sit at the swim meets all weekend as well. So have you got any ideas for that potentially? 100%. I know we did have a meeting a while ago and we are talking about some ideas to try and get the parents more involved. I think that does have to do with like the technical official side of things. And I reckon even like this is just an idea I've just had, like if we just had you know, like little like meetups for the parents like during training or during meets where they can talk about things, you know, whether that's how to support your child during training and stuff would be really great and stuff. Uh, especially at my club, a couple of our parents are actually, uh, actually officials, which is really good because they get to keep moving and stuff like that. Still try and convince my mum to do it, but we'll see about that. <laughs> Well, I think um, on our part two of our podcast, Isaac is actually going to talk to us about young officials and officials. And I believe that Lockie just finished a four-part series on officials as well. So you can head over to the podcast and listen to that too. Yeah, I'll tell her that. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Get your mum onto listening to those. Maybe she'll be more inspired. All right. So that brings us to the end of part one of our Swim.Rocks Youth Advisory Panel Takeover. I hope everyone has learned a lot both about the Lean Ropes to Leadership program from Jaden and how he got involved with his Youth Advisory Council and also the Youth Advisory Panel and how we got involved and the reasons behind why we wanted to get involved with Janice and Bianca. So I hope you guys all stay safe, enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you for part two next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. To listen to more of our episodes, head over to the Apple app podcast or Spotify. Or share it with some friends or family or someone who might enjoy the podcast. Stay tuned for part two of the Youth Advisory Panel's Swim.Rocks Takeover.